Hey friends, it's Tensei from the future here. Uh, if you're just joining us, welcome. I did want to pop in at the beginning here to say that the first few episodes of Bard Rock Cafe have some some new podcast quality issues with the audio. Uh, improvements are made every few episodes, and if you stick with it, we promise it is worth the wait. However, if you want to bypass all of that, feel free to skip ahead to episode 22, Lady Marmalade. This is a downtime episode right before a new story arc, and as such, it's a really great point to jump in, get to know all the characters. Please, enjoy the show however is best for you. Bard Rock Cafe is brought to you by SassyGamers.com and viewers like you. Links to Sassy Gamers, our Patreon, and our social media accounts can be found in the show notes. Previously on Bard Rock Cafe... With the party together for their first job, they went to the General's General Store to deal with the rat problem. Our heroes trudged through sewers until they found the rats were actually being controlled by Amanda and Sigmund, a couple who were down their luck because of the General Store. The party didn't have the heart to turn them in, and instead helped them start a new life working for Brock's parents. They were collecting their reward when Epi suddenly disappeared. The question was again, where in Faerun did their friend Epi go? Find out today on Bard Rock Cafe. Hi, welcome to the Bard Rock Cafe D&D Podcast. I am Kenny, your DM for the evening, and this is episode four. Thank you so much for listening. I'd like to give a quick shout out to our paid sponsor, Sassy Gamers. Uh, thank you so much for sponsoring us. And without further ado, here are our players. Uh, hello, I'm Paul, and I play Brock Song. The Kalishtar noble who gave up his charmed life to pursue his dream of being a bard and opened the Bard Rock Cafe. Hi, I'm Khadija Ali. I play Rook, a teenage half-elf from Waterdeep's Docks District with sticky fingers. And I'm Tyler, playing as Roland Armbar, Wild Magic Barbarian is the hired muscle for the Bard Rock Cafe. Okay. Epi. So, you realize that this guy, he is doing something shady, doesn't want to be seen, but you think he's on the up and up, and then poof, immediately, you find yourself staring at a wall full of trumpets. I mean, you see just trumpets lining the wall. No, just... <laughs> that would be I, horrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> just appeared in front of a marching band. <laughs> uh, yeah. Canonically, um, Epi's greatest fear uh, is marching bands. <laughs> <laughs> so, you duck, nothing happens. It's fairly quiet, actually. Look around. Behind you, you see a tuba, some some flutes. The next aisle over, you see violins and lyres and lutes. You seem to have found yourself in an instrument shop. Ah, uh, hello. Can I help you? How did you get in without the bell ringing? Uh, that's not... Okay. Alright, can I help you find something? Are you putting me on? You came to a flute shop. Find an instrument to play for your pets. Listen, that's something you'll probably find in the castle ward at some of the enchanter's shops. This is just an instrument shop. Do you need a drum? You seem to march to your own beat anyway. <laughs> Do you need anything at all? Any instruments? 
I don't I don't appreciate your sense of humor. I don't appreciate you wasting my time and impugning the reputation of my carefully curated inventory. Get out. Goodbye. <laughs> you are... You're... It looks like you're still in the trades ward somewhere. But, like, you don't know where... And off in the distance, you can actually hear Brock singing, Where in Faerun did our friend Epi go? You do actually hear that. You are <laughs> fairly close. Okay. Uh, you round a couple corners, and there he is. Epi! But did they have an instrument that plays itself? <sighs> Someday. Uh, I thought you'd be right at home with a wall full of horns. <laughs> she had heard that one before. Many, many times. He, sorry. So, where do you guys go now? You have collected your payments. You all have a membership card for the General's General Goods Store, good for 10% off. Uh, any goods that they stock are at 10% below the price listed in the Player's Handbook for you. So I think that the notion order of business should be to go back to where uh, Roland and I are staying in the Castle Ward and take very, very thorough baths. And then at this point, it's probably late in the evening, so we should probably circle back with Felix, deliver our gold to Felix, and... Then we should decide what quest we want to do next. You don't know yet. You haven't counted it. <laughs> uh, I was busy finding Epi first. Uh, I opened the pouch. I look how much gold we got. You get 1,500 silver, which counts to about 150 gold. All right, we got a hunt. We got a, Yep, I, I slowly count it because I'm a bard and I'm not so good at the math. And there's a lot of silver there. Sorry, I, my, my degree is in music. All right, uh, it looks like we have uh, about 1,500 silver here. He's got more, you know. I saw where he keeps his money. Maybe if we play our cards right, we don't have to do any jobs for him at all to get the money, if you know what I mean. Hmm. You know, it, it did occur to me, it sounds like the uh, general wasn't a very good guy. Nope. Nope. And he doesn't seem like a very light sleeper. So, hang on. That's a good point, too. Now, I'm just going to very quickly... Uh, just real quick, time out. Epi. You disappear. <laughs> okay. You all see Epi just vanish. You don't see Epi, you don't hear Epi. Epi. You're standing in the same spot you were. You still see your friends right there. <laughs> Do we hear Epi? Nope. All right. Uh, Epi watches as I start waving my hands around where they are trying to find them. And I actually like if you can imagine like someone swinging their hands back and forth in an arch trying to like figure out something like in the space they are occupying. Like where the hell did she go? You pop Epi on the side of the head. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I have a vacant expression on my face. Yeah, you you guys don't hear anything. Uh, I I believe Epi is here because I physically bopped something. Either that or it's a ghost. Ow! It's either Epi or an angry ghost. So about a minute passes, and Epi reappears. That was weird. So, this is new. Uh, I was breathing bubbles earlier, and then you disappeared twice. Is any, this all started today? 
for everybody? Has anyone else experienced things like this? Not me, but maybe it has something to do with the obelisk. The obel what? Oh. I forgot you guys didn't see it. That's what crashed into the cafe, Brock. Uh, an obelisk, it's like a, a big rock, basically. Not to be confused with the bard rock. Rook nods. Yeah, it was like that. What do you suppose oh. what kind of influence this would have with this mistake? So I think, uh, now they do know I'm the owner there. We might be able to get in and take a closer look if I say to them I just need some things from the premises if they survived the fire. They might let me lay, lay, lay in for a few minutes if we want to take a closer look. Alright, so you guys make your way towards the castle district. Uh, where are you guys headed? Uh, I think we're going to, uh, as you might recall, Epi was just dragging me, so I think we're going to forego those baths for a moment, and we're going to go and see if I can get some things from the Bard Rock. Okay, well, the Bard Rock is just south of the Castle District, so you guys make your way there out without any trouble. Uh, you do see all the guards standing outside. Seems like it's the same shift from the last time. Hello, uh, we spoke earlier. Uh, I'm Brock Song, the proprietor of the Bard Rock Cafe. I know that you weren't letting folks in, but actually, I only have the one change of clothes, and I didn't get to any of my personal belongings. Can we get in for just a few minutes to gather some of my personal effects? I brought some friends to make it quicker. Hey, so, uh, yeah, I totally remember you from earlier. Here's the thing. Everything that was inside has been either gathered up and put into storage at the nearest guard post, for evidence and study, or it's been completely ruined beyond all repair, and it's just been out there. No, so I don't even have a change of clothes left in there? You don't have anything left in there. It's just ruined. <laughs> uh, you didn't have to rub it in. This has been a hard week for you me. You have nothing. Nothing. Uh, uh, can I roll insight to get the impression that this guard would ever let us in? Sure, go ahead. I rolled a uh, 15 plus zero. You get the sense that he's not very bright and he's just following orders. All right, is there a... It would, I'd really appreciate if I could just, even if just a few minutes to look around, I want to see how bad it is for the repairs. Can I do that? Maybe do I have to speak like your supervisor and maybe they can let me in? I just, it's been a really hard week and I want to know how hard it's going to be to get my place back in business. Oh, sure. I understand you're having a really hard week, and I'm so sorry about that. So here's the thing. I've been told not to let anyone in, because last time we had a guard impersonating individual named Kevin. He came in, and all sorts of crazy stuff happened. Our magister started spewing sand out of his robes. No idea why. He said it was magic. I've never seen magic like that, and I've been on the force for three years. Anyway, so he had to leave. And until he gets back, I don't know if he's still spewing sand or not, but it gets everywhere. It's very coarse and unpleasant. So, until then, I'm not supposed to let anyone in here. All of us have the same orders. I'm very sorry. If you want to take it up with the guard captain, he can be found at the guard captain quarters in the, the, the docks district tower. It's right on the border with the castle ward. And he kind of pulls out a map and shows you on the map where it is. So, feel free to head up there, but I can't let you in. Right. No, I completely understand. You're just doing your job. You know, uh, I'm, you know, I'm of the uh, Waterdeep song, song family, so I know, I'm sure you're aware my family has the deepest respect for the guards. I will go speak to the captain to see if I can get a direct order. Just let me in. Uh, it would be helpful if I could let the people that are be doing the repairs know the extent they'll need to be working. So, I'll go take that up with him. Oh, sure. I'm happy to help. Best of luck to you. Alright, so uh, I will, without Epi shepherding me there, make my way there. Okay. So, you guys 
make your way up to the guard captain's uh, outpost. There is a a, a it's just a, a guard post, right? There's a little it's a two room place. Uh, the back room has the cells in it. The front room has like the the bunks for the guards and like the equipment storage and stuff like that. And you do see a guy sitting at a desk, seemingly shuffling through paperwork and signing off on stuff. Now, does he? Do I see anything that says like maybe he's the captain or if he's like the desk worker? Do I see any, like uh, any sort of like regalia that would indicate he's of a higher rank, or is he just the clerk at the desk? Uh, he does seem to be the captain. You do see a captain's badge. All right. So I walk up to him and say, uh, hello, sir. Uh, I'm sorry to disturb you. Uh, I'm Brock Song, the owner of the Bard Rock Cafe. And uh, I was just, I went over there. I was trying to survey the damage because I'm trying to get repairs planned. And uh, the guard said I need to speak to you about getting access to my place of business for just 10, 15 minutes so I could look around. Ah, nasty business that my sympathies to you. Thank you. My understanding is that the Guild of Magisters has asked not to have anyone come in or out until the meteor impact has been fully studied. I believe they were going to be done by the end of the day, but we had some complications. Uh, I think the new deadline is the end of tomorrow, at which point I believe we're going to try to move some things out of there, particularly out of the basement where the meteor struck. Uh, and after that, you're free to go in and out, begin repairs, anything like that. So give us another day, two at the most, and then check back. All right. Uh, one other thing, then. Uh, the guard mentioned that and I was also hoping to recover some personal belongings when I was there. Uh, the guards that were there mentioned that all of my belongings that did survive the fire would be entered in evidence. Is there a way I could have access to that? I only have the one change of clothes at the moment. Ah, I see. Uh, he kind of motions for you to come back. He's like, follow me. And he opens up the... In the back room, there's... And is, does he make only letting me, or can everyone kind of tag along? Everyone can tag along. There's All right. nothing to hide. Uh, he does take you back. There is kind of a wall of chests stacked on top of each other. Uh, there is one that's labeled Bard Rock Cafe, and he kind of wiggles it out from the, the slot that it was inserted. And he opens it up, and... I mean, everything's dirty and kind of fire damaged, but the stuff that's in there seems salvageable. Um, he says, now, this is all the personal effects that we were able to recover. Some of the bulkier stuff, like the, the alcoholic beverages that were in the basement, were largely unharmed. Those have been moved to a warehouse. Those will be returned once we are out. All right, thank you. And I look through it. I'm, I'm specifically looking. I'm planning on taking, like, the whole thing anyway, probably because I do need a change of clothes. Uh, but I'm looking through it just to, like, get an idea of what it is. And if there's anything, like, from the basement where maybe that would be helpful to somebody who's able to examine it for magic stuff to get a better idea what's going on with that obelisk. It looks like it's just some personal effects. Looks like some mugs from the bar. You do have... What clothes are still usable are in there. They smell very smoky, and some of them have some burn marks on them. For the most part, you still just have all your regular stuff. All right, uh, I thank the guard for his time, and we head out. And uh, once we're a safe distance away, that would probably be where we can have a discussion about what we want to do next. Yeah, and he lets you leave. He wishes you the best of luck with your repairs. Apologizes again for the inconvenience. Sends you on your way. All right, thank you kindly. And uh, once we get a fair distance away, I say, sorry, I tried. I don't think they're going to let us in there. Well, Rook says, I mean, we could still try to get in. Maybe when it's darker? We have tonight. Mm, I think about it for a minute and I go, I, I hear what you're saying. My one concern is I, if anything were to go south with this, I don't think that we would be the code legal is pretty tight i don't know if we want to risk getting in trouble with the guards for a direct look at that obelisk rook shrugs i would just hate for somebody to see what we do and then the barbara cafe's reputation goes right down the tubes Or, maybe we don't have to be sneaky about it. Maybe someone being incredibly not sneaky would be the perfect distraction? 
Indeed. I look at my flute and I think to myself, guys, I think I know what we can do. What's the plan? Alright, so I actually do need cash right now, so uh, the area across the street is not sanctioned off, so maybe if I put together a little impromptu concert, collect a couple of coin from the street, maybe the, enough of the guards will be distracted that uh, those of us who are more inclined to be sneaky might be able to get in and get a closer look. If I go on my own, I won't understand anything. So who would come inside with me? I think I could manage it. And then we can have, uh, Roland, you could be the lookout, and you can signal me if anyone's close to seeing them. Really, boss? Anything you say. Alright, so the plan, as I understand it, for uh, our DM's convenience, is we wait until it gets a little bit darker, and then I will go make a display of myself playing music on the street corner adjacent nearby, hopefully distracting the guard sufficiently to give our uh, wizard and our rogue the ability to sneak into the basement unnoticed. And Tyler will keep an eye out on them to make sure that they don't get caught and help me make it better good distraction if they will. Okay, so how long do you guys wait? What? It's already in the evening. Like 6, 6.30. Alright, uh, my question is how late would it have to be where there's still people out on the streets that would be actually reasonably attending my street performance? Because if we wait too late, then there won't be anyone there, and I'll just look ridiculous. So you do know that you live on kind of a performance road. So Lyra's Alley has the Bard Rock Cafe. It also has the Three Towers, which is a performance hall that is also a bar, and people go there to listen to bards. And once a week, there's like kind of a karaoke thing where anybody can come up and sing, but most nights they have somebody paid to play for the night. It's just kind of a nightclub kind of thing. So, as it gets later, there is a nightlife that is centered on your street. Alright, so I think the ideal distraction, if I want to get the attention of the guards, would be to do it right before it gets busiest on the street, so that the guards will have their attention drawn to it, I want to do it before any of the other performers that might perform in the street start, though. Okay. So you think 7 to 8 is a little too early for the nightlife to be started, but people will start being out and about at that point. Uh, that sounds perfect to me, unless people want to try waiting later. I think it's a good idea. On me. Okay. So you guys make your way back to the Bard Rock Cafe? Yeah, uh... I think there's probably enough time we also properly bathe first. Because it sounds like we had at least an hour. Sure. You're pushing it a little bit, but I'll allow it. You guys go and get a proper shower and come back. And you feel better about yourselves. If you make your way back to the Bard Rock Cafe. Alright, so I will let everyone get in position. And I just kind of like stake out my corner. And once they're in position, I have a number ready. I'm prepared to play. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll performance for me. Should I do that after I perform? Sure. Go ahead. All right. So I so I have the uh, three entrants. So what I start doing is I start playing a bump, 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 and then I use prestidigitation to shoot out a sour sparks, and then my flute to go bump, bump, and I start playing the uh, song Flash by Queen. And I rolled uh, nine plus seven. That is sixteen. Okay. You've certainly got people's attention. Because of the flashiness, if not because you played flawlessly. You're still playing pretty good. But you know, this is outside of the Bard Rock and Three Towers where performers come fairly regularly. But people are taking notice. Yep. And I do have my violin case on the ground in front of me, by the way. Okay, so you're taking tips, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, how long do you play? Uh, I am going to play... Uh, basically, I have a set of songs I'll be cycling through for the next at least 15 minutes to half an hour, watching for a signal. I can keep going, but I'm watching for some sort of signal from Roland that it's okay to stop. And then I'll play my final number when I see that signal. Okay. So. so what, well, what signal am I looking for? Uh, you're supposed to be keeping an eye out on our two infiltrators. If you see they're in danger, you signal me. If you see that they're done with the job, you signal me. No, I'm just going to keep playing. I'm the distraction. 
So I'm just being as flashy and over the top as possible to keep everyone's eyes on me. Okay. And you're going to send me one or two signals. Either they're in danger, be more distracting, or they're all good, do your finale. Okay. You do seem to have the attention of the guards, most of them. The guard that you spoke to earlier, while he has taken notice of you, does not seem to be too distracted by you. Uh, one of the guards is actually leaving his post to come over and give you a tip. He, he gets kind of the stink eye from the other guards, but nothing's really happening right now. Rook and Epi, you do see a small opening, very briefly, to that same hole in the back of the cafe. Alright. I signal to Epi to follow me, and we're going to try and stealth it in there. Okay, so you, Misty, step inside of the, the Bard Rock Cafe. Tell me what you're doing. Hang on one second. Presumably there was some time for me to actually get ready for my set so you would have the lead-in for it. So, Alter Self and Detect Magic are both concentration. You can only have one going at a time. She's impressed. So, Rook, go ahead. You roll stealth. Unless you have some Alrighty. trick to get in. Do they get advantage because of my distraction? If, go ahead and roll it normal. I got 20 total. The one guard that's paying attention rolled really well, but not that well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank God. <laughs> so, you sneak in. Epi! You misty step in, and you see a small green wisp appear in front of you, condense into an acorn, and drop to the ground. Okay, you guys are in the Bardrock Cafe, and no one seems to have noticed you. Couldn't have turned into somebody more agile. Rook rolls her eyes. Follow me. <laughs> um, if I remember correctly, I acrobatics my way down, but I think you told me there was a way I could have climbed down. Am I correct? So you've done this a couple of times now. You've climbed up the shelves, which previously had all the booze on them. Now the shelves are empty which give you some stuff to, to grab onto. It's still like an acrobatic thing, but one, you think it's going to be a little easier, and two, you've done it before. So, yeah, I think it's probably the safest... Is it the safest looking option for this tiny girl? Um, will she be able to reach the, the shelves and everything? So let me say this. Alter self, you can change your appearance at any time oh. for the duration of the spell. So if you oh, want to give yourself some things to help out, like claws or like longer legs, you could do that. That's a sweet spell. Rook did not know that. Rook is really impressed. And Rook is just going to lead uh, little Epi down the shelves. Okay, 
both of you, both of you roll me acrobatics at advantage. Alrighty. Twenty-four. Yeah, you make it. You make it. You are both in the basement. You see the the obelisk still head down three feet into the ground, still with the the glowing golden sigils all along the side. has taken a look at this thing before and feels like there's nothing new she can gain from it so she is going to kind of stand guard and look out see if anyone comes in okay uh go ahead and roll perception then 10 okay you keep a lookout uh nobody seems to be coming down here just yet epi you're able to copy all the runes and sigils that you're able to see you copy completely into your book very accurately yeah do you drop alter self to use detect magic it's an obelisk made of obsidian with golden sigils that glow you can roll an Arcana check if you want, as you're taking a long time to look at it. So the 15, fairly certain this is magical, but you can't glean any information about it specifically. You do know that these sigils are a language but you don't know what language you're looking at. Um, you've never heard of anything like this obelisk before. You don't know what you're looking at. It's a mystery to you. You don't have to tell Rook twice. She stands back. character in the world. Anyone. Okay. You have 25 words. What do you say to him? As you cast Sending centered on him. have to use all of them. If that's all you want to say, that can be it. Okay. So you feel the spell dissipate. You have cast Sydney. You are positive it went through to the Magistrate. And you have an Unseen Servant now.
Yeah. It is empty down here. So both of you roll acrobatics at advantage again. Climb back up. Fifteen. But you rolled a nat 20. Yeah. Yep. Four. Would you like to roll it or take the ones I rolled? Go ahead and roll. I swear if you disappear again. How could it possibly happen again? Okay. Yeah. Alright. These are both bad. Choose which number you would like. <laughs> okay. As you make your way out of the basement, you see that the guard has made his way Back to his post. What is your save, DC? It's been like over an hour, though. Oh, wow. Do me a favor. Roll 8d6. It is lightning bolt. Rook, give me a D100 roll as well. Just one? Yeah, just one. 39. 39, alright. Hang on, let me see what yours does. Yeah, I'm wondering if, if uh, Roland can see any of this from his vantage point. <laughs> Okay. I still don't even know what those AD6 are. Sorry. Yikes. Alright. Khadijah. Until further notice, you have complete amnesia starting immediately. <laughs> Rook is in a daze, huh? As for the guard, <clears throat> he does duck out of the way of the lightning bolt. It shoots and, like, fries some of his hair. He shouts an alarm he has not seen inside just yet. What do you what do you do? Well, a guard right outside that I heard scream, so Rook is confused and screams also. <laughs> no. Yeah, you can do that. Khadijah, do you let her cover your mouth? No. Rook is very paranoid right now. Rook hisses at Epi's hand and tries to scramble away as far as she can get. Okay. Uh, roll me a dex save. Dex save. Oh my god. Where is it? Here we go. 20. Okay, so you catch yourself Natural right or dirty? You... Dirty. Uh, you, dirty. Yeah! You catch yourself Rookie right before again. falling back into oh the hole Oh my god, holy shit! This place is broken! Rook is just stunned. Alright, so... Armbar and Brock, you guys definitely saw the lightning bolt come out from inside of the Bardrock Cafe. Everybody saw it. It was very loud and very striking. Everybody right, saw so... it. Everybody sees it coming out. Oh yeah. But ev wasn't. Uh, but wasn't everyone facing me for the most part? 
Yeah, until a bolt of lightning streaked out of the cafe. Yeah, lightning strikes pretty fast. So I actually, so I actually like when I see the lightning bolt coming, I actually strike a pose as if it's part of my te pyrotechnic show. Good call. Roll performance. I rolled. Yeah, you really shouldn't. I rolled a four plus seven is eleven. Okay. That plus seven helps a lot, though. <laughs> you convince some people. The guards are definitely going towards the hole at the back. All right, I'm gonna I, uh, take a risk here and cast enthrall. Can I do that? I missed my window to do it. Let me check the spell. Within 60 feet. Sure. You can get every guard except the one in the back. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and I switch to playing my fiddle. And I start singing a beautiful set of lyrics to cast Enthrall to try and get as many people as possible not to go investigate what clearly is just stuff going south. What is your save DC? Alright, my save DC is 13. All three fail. Now I'm going to see if you need... Actually, no. Y'all are around the obelisk. You don't need to roll. Just roll me a d100. Wait, do I roll the d100? Oh, yeah. Alright, let me make sure I have the right dice this time. I rolled a 78. Come on, something distracting! Okay. You cast Dispel Magic. <laughs> On what? <laughs> Epi. <laughs> Epi. I will let you... I will let you roll it. Evens, Unseen Servant, Odds, Alter Self. Roll me whatever you want. Come on, Unseen Serpent. Okay. Your Unseen Servant piffs away. He's not there anymore. <laughs> you don't know what's happening. No, I think she meant she does. <laughs> <laughs> the, the three guards are now enthralled by you they are focused entirely on you they seem to have forgotten what they were doing the one guard in the back is still coming into the the bard rock cafe he sees the the two of you standing there he has it he pulls out his sword he's like what's going on here While they're doing that, try and like distracting the guard, Armbar is gonna sneak up behind the guard and try to get him in a chokehold and knock him out. Alright. Roll me a stealth check. Armbar's strong suit by far. Awesome. You are you are stealthy. Fun fact, every time I've ever said that to Tyler in D D, he's had a good roll. I kid you not. That's awesome. <laughs> Roland Technically you had a round at the start of all this That was your action stealth and movement So you are able to make your way behind this guy He does not see you Go ahead and roll I will say just roll athletics 16 Now I gotta look up this guy's athletics score Freaking pull some Hagar shit <laughs> Alright So you, you just beat his 15 Oh, wow. <laughs> so I breathe a sigh of relief. He is now yes, grappled. <laughs> what is your strength score? Um, 17. Okay. You think it'll take about around maybe two for him to go all the way unconscious? But you have him grappled. And in, gra in such a way that he can't really yell out either. I will give you that. Alright, so Rook, you're seeing all this happen. Yeah, Rook. And I have no idea what's going on. What is your 
amnesiac response to this. Was horrified when the guard was coming up to her with a sword, and then a huge guy shows up behind him and grabs him, and Rook goes, Holy shit! What the hell is this? Where the hell am I? She shrieks. Okay. Rook is frozen in place. Doesn't move. Okay. Brock, go ahead. Give me a performance check. All right. That is a nat 20. Oh, boy. Roll. For the best performance I've ever performed. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. nat 20s have caveats. So, despite her screaming at the top of her lungs, you have them very enthralled, and they are focused on you and not her. But you rolled a nat 20, so roll me two d100s. Uh, 48. And 57. If I get a choice, I'm going to pick 57, because 48 is really dangerously close to the bubbles, and I can't lose my verbal components. I don't remember what number I got the bubbles with before, but I don't want to risk it. So, as your DM, I am giving you 47. <laughs> you don't know You don't know what it does, but it's not the bubbles. Okay. But for right now, nothing happens. All right. I am giving you, because you rolled a nat 20, I am giving you the better option. Okay. Where a nat 1 gives you the worse option. Okay. I appreciate that. Now, do I know that something happened even though I don't know what it is? You don't feel any different. There is no external sign that something has happened. Okay. Alright. So next round, Epi and Rook, you're watching as Roland Armbar is wrestling this guy into submission. Armbar, go ahead and roll another athletics. Oh boy, I got eight. Eight total? Eight total. Okay. He wrestles free. Uh, that is his action to get out. What would you like to do? As you have about a split second before he starts shouting. Um. Are you guys grappling on the stairs? No, they are out back, like right behind that hole in the back of the Bard Rock Cafe. Alright, so right at the top of the stairs where the hole is. Or you, no, you don't mean the cellar entrance, you mean the hole. Yeah, the hole in the back wall. Epi and Rook, you both see this. You can also take an action right now if you would like to. Doesn't see another choice. Doesn't take her hand, but nods at her. But looks at her very suspiciously. Okay. Do you follow? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. You both sprint out of the, the Bard Rock Cafe. Roland, what are you doing? I guess I'm gonna have to do a, a takedown and like do some kind of like move to get him on the ground by also trying to you know keep him from yelling while these guys are escaping okay so that's fairly complicated and very quick roll let roll athletics at disadvantage 10 that's enough so you get him back he, he breaks free for just a second but you grab him back into another hold so you've got him same situation I, he is now on his knees at this point Okay. Um, you have him grappled. You can drag him at half speed somewhere if you would like. I'll uh, I'll attempt to. Is is there like any alleyway with no people around? I mean, it's now getting to to happy hour. Like, there's gonna be a lot of people everywhere in very short amount of time. Might are we in the Bard Rock Cafe? Mostly, you're like half and half inside and out. So people haven't really noticed what's going on because you're at the back of the Bard Rock Cafe. I'll try to wrestle him into the bar rock a little bit under by like buy some debris to get some cover. Sure. So you're you take him inside the bar drop. Yeah. Okay. Rook, roll me a wisdom saving throw. All right. Oh, my wisdom is the worst. Okay. Oh, a natural twenty. All right, y'all. So first of all. First of all, you come to your senses. Your memories come flooding back like it just snaps back into place. Roll me 2d100. 53 and 74. 
73 and 74. Okay. I would laugh so hard if it was Amnesia again. Oh, man. These are both good. Choose which one you would like. Oh. Good? I'll take that 74. Choose a creature you can see. A creature I can see? A creature you can see. Any creature. Person, whatever. Oh, uh, a snake. No, no, I mean something. You don't see a snake right now. Like, okay. <laughs> as you sorry, look around, you see like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, like, you see Epi, you see the guard, you see Roland. Okay, all right, all right. I choose the guard. Okay. You, all right. You learn that this guard is a member of the Church of Tyr. You learn that he belongs to the City Watch. You also learn that he belongs to the Xanathar's Guild. Ooh. You just gain that knowledge and know it to be fact. Okay. Cool, I'm gonna write that down. All right. Okay, and that is your your event. Y'all are rolling a whole lot of nat 20s. All at once. Isn't this wild? All right. <laughs> uh, and the most inconsequential rolls, by the way. <laughs> I'm guessing you're continuing to play, uh, Brock. Yep, I am. I have to continue singing, or I will lose my enthrall over everybody. So I am just continuing to sing until I see a signal. And of course, the lookout is preoccupied, so I'm just playing. Can I see any of this going on? Nope. In, like at all? Not okay. a, not a bit. You don't. You saw the lightning bolt. You know shit has gone wrong, very, very wrong. But you see nothing. How am I doing on tips? Oh man. Uh. I will let you know. Right now, you are you notice you have a lot of coins, but again, they're tips, so there's a lot of silver and copper in there. There's a couple of gold coins, though, so you, you're doing okay. All right. All right, so you're continuing to play. Roland, roll me. Are you continuing to grapple this guy? Are, is everybody kind of, like, out of, out of there now? Like, is Epi and Rook? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gone. Okay. I'm going to try to throw the guy down the hole in the basement. <laughs> okay. So, roll athletics. Come on. <laughs> I got a seven. Okay. So, he manages to break free of your grapple, but you do manage to get him close enough to the hole he does fall in. So, he falls and takes four bludgeoning damage as he falls flat on his back. He is still conscious. What do you do? I think there's only thing, one thing you can that a... Uh an arm bar can do in this moment. And that's to jump down after him and elbow drop him. Okay. Roll me a D4 plus your strength modifier. Okay. That's seven. So that's seven. All right. Roll me just a straight D20. <laughs> All right. So he does get mostly out of the way. So he takes four points of damage. He looks really bruised and beat up. And he's prone, as are you at this point. You take seven points of damage as you also fall down into the hole. You're both down there now. Uh, Effie and Rook, what are you doing? Rook is rubbing her eyes, still a little stunned from the fact that she didn't know who she was a few moments ago. Oh, real quick. Uh, Roland, she did that. Go ahead and roll me a d100. Sorry, I forgot. You're barbarian. You have different triggers. 21. 21? <laughs> <laughs> Lay it on me. <laughs> so, have you seen the movie Flubber? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh no, there is no sane outcome to follow up on that sentence. So, you armbar drop this guy, and you you club him really good, and then immediately bounce back up into the air. You take no none of that seven damage, none of it. Okay. You come back down. To armbar him again, bounce back up, come back down, armbar him again, then you bounce back up. Finishing move. (laughs) Stop! Stop! He's already dead. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, you're bouncing a good thirty feet in the air every time, okay? And then you come back down the third time, and that's it. But this guy is all the way unconscious. Yeah. Not dead. But Ooh, yeah, I know what you're doing. <laughs> 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 the triple bounce number special. Okay, 
So that happened. As of right now, for the sake of expediency, the other three guards are enthralled and not looking anywhere else. <laughs> Epi and Rook, is there anything you two would like to do? Rook says, let's just go to Brock. Sure. And that's when Rook makes her way towards Brock. Uh, no, it is locked. I love how they locked a door to a building with, like, ten different points of entrance that are just wide open. Listen. Like, this one door, they're gonna lock. <laughs> they have a very specific mode of operation here. <laughs> the front door, for the record, the front door is also locked. The whole building <laughs> has collapsed on itself, but the front door is locked. Just so you know. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, with all the movement you've done, I mean, you can get inside, like, at that entrance, but that's about it. Um, Rook, did you want to do anything when you got over to Brock? I wanted to, I want to tell Brock that Epi's still back there, as, um, as well as, oh my god, what's his name? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Tyler. Oh, Roland. Roland, there we go, oh my god. So yeah, I want to, uh, let Brock know that, uh, Roland and Epi are still back at the cafe. Alright, so you're just kind of signaling me to keep playing? Yeah, exactly. Alright, so I kind of like see your sign to keep playing, and uh, so I'm actually going to try and, even though I have them enthralled, I'm going to try and be more distracting, like uh, switch up the song lyrics to something even more fast-paced. Okay, roll performance. That is a nat one! Oh boy, oh boy. You hate to see it! You know the drill. 2d100. Uh, s 79 and 77. It, the die literally stuck on a corner for a second. Okay. So, Epi. <laughs> Once again, you find one of your spell effects to be dispelled. You are now Epi. <laughs> oh, that actually is not the worst thing that could have happened. <laughs> well... You rolled two numbers very close to each other. That was the worst option. Carry on. <sighs> Once again, I, the role player, breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, Roland. Uh, Roland. You're, yep. you're, you are in the, the basement. For the first time, you see the obelisk. It is a large obsidian structure with a square base and a pointed coming to a tip, but the first it's three feet implanted into the ground upside down. And you see glowing golden sigils all along it. Okay. What languages do you speak? Um, uh, common and orc. Oh yeah, no, you don't read that. You do not understand what the sigil says, but you see it. He's, uh, Roland's probably, like, enthralled with it and, uh, goes up to touch it. Have any of us touched it yet? I wanted to see what would happen. Oh my, this could be interesting. Or anticlimactic. So as you are the first one to touch it, you, uh, for the next hour, you gain the benefits of the tongues spell, which means you speak, you speak every, language. every language. Okay. <laughs> and Damn, yes. anyone who listens to you understands you, and you understand anything that they say. If you're talking to a room full of orcs and goblins and elves, the orcs think you're speaking orcish, the goblins think you're speaking goblin, the elves think you're speaking elvish. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. So that mean I can now read the sigils? You can read the sigils. Read the sigils. I want to read it. Alright. <laughs> it's always... <laughs> and that's where we're going to end the episode. Okay, cool. Oh, that's a good one.
<laughs> Not if you touched it. I, I was like, it was all right. Make something explode if I touched it. I love how it's the stupid oh barbarian God. that's the one that touches it. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about it, and then you said it was like three feet in the ground. I'm like, this must be massive. Thank you for listening to Bard Rock Cafe. You can find more episodes on sassygamers.com. Have you considered becoming a patron? You can get wild rewards like access to our patrons-only Discord, tarot readings from Rook, and access to exclusive one-shot campaigns set in the Bard Rock universe, led by our DM, Kenny. Visit patreon.com slash bardrockcafe to find out more. Until next time, rock on!